Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Inside Track, brought to you exclusively by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine. I am your host and publisher, Greg Tutmeyer. I'm talking today with singer-songwriter Johnny Williams. Johnny's been a busy guy. He currently sings and plays guitar with Johnny Williams and Friends, the Jeanette Williams Band, Freeman and Williams Trio, and Selected Dates with Louisa Branscombe, and Selected Dates with Adam McPeak and Mountain Thunder. Johnny's new solo project, Going My Way, has just been released on Mountain Roads Recordings. Welcome, Johnny. Hello, how are you doing today? Thank you. I'm Johnny doing really good. Um, you've been a busy guy, man. What do you have when do you find time for anything else? Oh, uh, well, it sounds like I'm busy, but really it just keeps me keeps me going. It's not not too busy, but it's uh, I've been fortunate to uh, some of the weekends that we didn't have some dates booked that some other folks did and they invited me to come in and play it. You know, in the music business if you're set to do, you're not getting anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about Johnny Williams, the musician. Uh, your your background, how you got started. What, uh, you know, what brought you to where you are today? Well, as far as look at when I when I was eighteen, I was a lead singer in a soul band, and uh, you know doing the James Brown, Otis Red, and that type stuff. Okay. Fifteen piece band for a while, and uh, uh, I didn't have enough sense then to, to get into bluegrass. <laughs> but uh, then I was. Uh, uh, my early lessons was Hank Williams, and, uh, and I had one uh, album, The Flat and Spirit, so I knew, I knew what bluegrass was, but where I was located at, we, I was born and raised in Freeze, Virginia, which around Galax, which there's a lot of music there, but I moved to Danville, sure. Virginia, and there wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of, of bluegrass that I knew of, and I was into sports real big, and so I didn't have time for music, and uh, so I then I actually stopped playing bluegrass till I was 39, so I'm a, a late bluegrass. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, I had a next door neighbor that knew some Johnny Cash songs on the guitar, so he taught me some chords. And I'm basically just a rhythm guitar player. I don't do very little lead guitar playing. The, uh, the bands that I started out in, they all all the musicians were really, really good on their instruments, so we didn't really need any guitar playing, and I was the one that that did most of the singing, so I just concentrated on playing rhythm. Okay. And I kind of just stuck with it. I played mallon a little bit. I played mallon in a band for a year at one stretch, but uh, uh, that's probably the best thing that I switched back to rhythm guitar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a great instrumentalist, but uh, I really enjoy singing and arranging and producing and uh, those, that aspect of the music. And I love, I love uh, being on stage. Uh, I'm not the... Uh, not as good as MC and as I probably should be after all these years, but I, I enjoy putting the projects together. That, that's why I, I get my full film if I can put a show together and we can go out and play it and it comes out pretty good, then I'm happy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, I, I saw in the, the notes that you uh, were with the Big Country Bluegrass for a while. Is that right? Yeah. <clears throat> Just 
Jeanette and I had had a band. Well, she actually joined my band in 
Now, are, are you, when you write, are you writing and, and pitching them to those folks, or are they coming to you looking to, to look through your catalog? Well, it's funny, for, for a long time, uh, like I say, I started back in the was in 91, and some of those songs, I've been pitching them to bands for for years, and then the uh, 1998 and 1999, I, I won the Chris Austin songwriting contest at Little Fest. Oh, uh, okay. And uh, then Jeanette uh, had two of my songs on her Dibichet project, and Dan Tominski was the producer of that mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. And it just it seemed like when everybody else seen that maybe he thought they were good enough to use, and everybody started calling. <laughs> <laughs> for the same songs I've been singing for 10 years, nobody wanted to hear them. But after that, then everybody wanted to record them. Wow. It's funny how that works, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I know how it is, you know, because Jeanette sometimes should get 10 CDs a week from songwriters, you know. And this, you know, it's a whole lot of songwriters out there these days. And, uh, yeah. But I was just, <clears throat> once it got started, it, it worked out good. And then, I was real fortunate to be able to co-write with Tom T. and Dixie Hall. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. On several songs, and that that didn't hurt me now when, when a couple of those songs got out. So, yeah. Uh, that, I guess that made people think maybe I was, I wasn't a professional songwriter, but I was a serious songwriter. Sure, sure, yeah. So yeah. They started, they started pressing some of the songs. Now, so now I've kind of got, I've kind of got a, uh, uh, I guess sort of an audience for it when I do Right. Pick me up a new a new uh, demo. I just automatically send it to them. Or they'll call me sometimes. Say I, I need a particular type saying, uh, okay. we need a fast song, or we need a slow ballad." You know, send me sending ten or twelve songs. I'll just try to pick out and match the song for the artist that I think would you mm-hmm. know would be able to do it, be interested in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes okay. it gets through. I guess sometimes people are recording ones you never thought they would. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Others that you. For sure they would, they don't have any interest in it. So, mm. And I know how that is, because I'm a performer too, because people sure. sing these songs. And they say, boy, I know this is a great song for you, and I hear it, and I'm like, well, I don't hear me singing that <laughs> at all. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I know how that works. <laughs> now, when you, when you decide you want to write new songs, is there... Is there a particular process that that you go through? I know every songwriter kind of has their own their own way of of crafting a song. What is it for you that gets you in that place or inspires you, or do you do you have a a, a place a mindset or a location that you need to be in? Tell me a little bit about that process. Well, I've always said I'm kind of I'm probably disciplined. The people that I call the serious songwriters, I mean that's that's on their mind. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care what they're doing. If something hits them, they stop and they go work on that song. And, that, and that's probably the way you should be. You know, <laughs> if you're going to be a devoted songwriter, and, and you can tell by the success they've made that that works for them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I've always been kind of the one that most time, most of, I'd say 90% of the songs I've written, uh, within 30 minutes, I've finished the song. Uh, Wow. I don't, it just hit me. Uh, most of them have been written while I'm driving. I drive a lot with my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them have been written while I'm on the road traveling uh, by myself, you know, just riding down the road and cut the radio off and, and write a song. <laughs> uh, there's a few times that I take a, you know, a certain circumstance or something that's happened or something I know is going to happen and I'll sit down and try to create a song about that particular item. But, uh, not as much as most people. Uh, you know, most people get like, 
sometimes I'll come up with a hook line out of nowhere, and then I'll build a song around that. And mm-hmm. Most time I do the I do the words before I do the music. Okay. Because I use a, like I say, I'm driving. I just have a little recorder that I'll sing in and then save it all. And whenever I get to where I can, I'll try to put it together and see if it's worth making a verse or a chorus. And then okay. Come from there, so. Okay. So you're actually okay. So you answered one of my questions. You're, you're you you get the words and the melody in your head, and then you you uh, sing into the re- into the tape recorder so that you can capture the melody at the same time that you're you're being inspired for the words. Yeah, I, I try to do that because I lost some some good songs by the end of the day. You know, I mm. worked all day and drove three hundred miles. When I get home, I I couldn't remember the melody at all. Yeah, wow. it didn't didn't fit. And sometimes when I'm you know, in my mind, you know, I can tell what, what chords I'm singing that I'm changing to. Mm-hmm. So if I can get that recorded, that, that just gives me a big jump on when I want to do get with a guitar that I can sit down and, you know, structure the song out like hmm. what I think it should be. And sometimes you have to make, make the adjustments. Uh, yeah. I think I could probably be uh, a better songwriter if I, if I knew more guitar chords. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you know, probably could all say that about things around home. <laughs> do, do you find that um, when when you feel like you've completed a song and and a, a you know a particular artist decides to use it, do they keep it pretty much the way you envisioned it, or do you do you get folks that are maybe changing the chords a little bit or changing the arrangement? Well, to me. Some of the songwriters are pretty adamant about it. you don't change a word, you don't change a chord. To me, if it's my song and they're, they're honoring me enough to do it, I'll let them change any way they do to fit them. Okay. Sometimes two heads are better than one. Mm-hmm. And I have, seen, I have seen some instances, not with my songs, but other songs, that some really great artists were going to cut some songs, but they wanted to make a little change, and, and the songwriters just flat refused and so it knocked them out of recording songs and I, I just don't see that benefiting me in any way and, it, and the, most of the ones that's made changes on my songs it, to me it helped them you know right they got a second opinion and it's because if I sing the song one way and you sing it one way it's, it's probably not going to be the same you, right. know, you have to change something around to make it fit the artist so yeah that's the way I go that's the way I look at hmm. it okay um now you and I have worked a- together a little bit with uh, the Blue Ridge uh, Acoustic Uprising. Tell me about that project. I, I understand that um, you created or co-created that organization not too long ago. Yeah, uh, Carl Cooler and Tim White and I kind of co-founded that. It's, uh, we did it to uh, try to showcase the uh, Blue Ridge 
music goes southwest Virginia. Okay. And the surrounding area, maybe a hundred and fifty mile radius, uh, both old time and bluegrass, and also Americana and some gospel now. So we mm-hmm. we try to do that to help some folks that are really talented but haven't made it to the national scene, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, this is more of a showcase <clears throat> than anything, and it it worked good for the two years that we've had it. Uh, this year, because of changing venues and the date uh, schedule that we had, we had to we put it off to March of 2016. And it's going to be at Henry, Henry College, and they're going to be a, a big participant with us on this from now on. So that's really going to be a shot in the arm for us. Sure, okay. Uh, <clears throat> so we just didn't have time to get it set to the caliber that we'd had it before. So mm-hmm. we didn't want to. We didn't want to step back, but we want to always go forward. So, uh, and all the bands, uh, it was just uh, within the last 10 days that we had made that decision. And uh, about two-thirds of the bands that I spoke with had already booked that date for next year, but we had to change the date. So uh, mm-hmm. we just made more sense to put it off till, till then. But it's, it should be a huge event. In March of 2016. Okay, so it's a, a year, year and a half or so away. Um, what for for our listeners? Tell me how they can find uh, find out about that. What's the website? It's uh, acousticuprising.com. Okay. And uh, we should be uh, uh, the week after Christmas. We should have all the pertinent information uploaded on that. We're still waiting on the exact date. We know the. We know the 10-day period that we can have it. We just got to figure out which two days that suits okay. everybody in the college can let us have the college. So right. as soon as, that's, uh, uh, soon as that is dictated to us, uh, we're gonna, we'll put all that information on the website. Okay, great. And your new CD, Going My Way, tell me about that. Uh, that was another one of those that I was uh, started out was going to do a song demo. I hadn't had one out. My last solo project was 2007, I believe. Oh, okay. So, I, well, I need to, need to get some of my songs back out. So we're going to do 12 of my songs. But again, uh, when I got ready to start getting down to the final songs, uh, there's some other songs in different genres of music that I'd always uh, wanted to try to record. So uh, Clark, the Mountain Road recording, so we want to just put half of yours and half of those, and mm-hmm. that'd be a good thing, so okay. that's, that's the route I took on that one, and uh, it's pretty good, I was real thrilled, I got some great players on it, so. And tell me, who are some of the players playing with you on this? Well, Jeanette played the bass and sang some harmony vocals with me, uh, Nicky Wright played the fiddle and sang the harmony, uh, Chase Donner played the mandolin, and Jason Davis played the banjo, and I played the guitar, and uh, uh, that was we did it all like like that. All those stuff was done in two days. And, okay. And then they came back and once I did some vocals, so they come back and did some harmony parts. So mm-hmm. it, it was fun. It was all live and uh, like I say, except for some overdubs on the vocals, but the rest it was pretty much live. So we had a had a great time. I really enjoyed it. All great musicians and singers. And we did it at Eastwood uh, Studios, Westwood Eastwood, King of Virginia. who's just a Superb engineer, got a great year for music, and uh, yeah. he helped me out a lot. Okay, and it's uh, bluegrass folk. Is that is that what you call it? Uh, the what? Bluegrass folk feel. Is that what you call it? No, it's going my way. 
No, but I'm the the um, the the instrumentation, the the feel of the music, bluegrass folk Americana style. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's mainly mainly bluegrass. Uh, it's got some uh, a couple of contemporary country songs that we we changed to bluegrass. Okay. Uh, I, I would say bluegrass, uh, bluegrass Americana, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, bluegrass folk. That's probably folk probably better. Some of the songs on it. Yeah, okay. And if people want to hear this CD and they want to get in touch with you, how can they find you on the web? Uh, I have a new, I finally got a website after all these years. <laughs> My own website is johnnyhwilliams.com. Okay. Or they can go to mountainroadsrecordings.com. Okay. And then, and then Jeanette has a new website at JeanetteWilliams.com and it has a link to my website also. Okay, so three different ways they and, can find you. And we're also on Facebook, of course. And then uh, the the Acoustic Uprising site, tell me that one more time. It's uh, AcousticUprising.com. Okay. Well, and I have a Facebook page also on that. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Johnny. I appreciate the time, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you in the future and, and hearing your new CD again. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate you taking time to do this for me. Yes, sir. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.